This is the Love and Sex Unfiltered Podcast. Hosted by licensed marriage and family therapist and certified Gottman Method couples therapist, Sonia Jensen. Let's dive into the unfiltered side of what it takes to create communication, intimacy, and chemistry, not just in relationships with a partner, but the relationship you have with you. Here's your host, Sonia Jensen. Hello, it's your host, Sonia Jensen of the Love and Sex Unfiltered podcast. I have with me today, Ophelia Kinnersley. She'll be in most of these, but we're just introducing her anyway. Say hello. Hello. (laughs) We're going to be throwing it old school since I'm a certified Gottman therapist. We've got to, you know, do a little shout out, a little nod to the Gottman Institute and all their research on marriage. And so we are going to be going through their model called the Sound Relationship House. So with that being said, we'll post a picture of this and what the Sound Relationship House looks like so you know what I'm talking about. But we're going to be talking about the most important and the very first and foundational layer of any house, which is called love mapping. This is their fancy way of saying, how well do you know each other's inner world? Do I know what your current stressors are? Do I know what you're excited about? Do you know what my current stressors are? Do you know what I'm excited about? What are the feelings that I've been having? What have been the feelings you've been having? Okay, so listen, it is super easy in the beginning of a relationship to be like, oh my God, you're amazing. I just want to know everything about you. Like, tell me all about your life. Oh, and then you are in a relationship for a really long time. And you feel like you know that other person so well that you can finish each other's sentences. And there's one thing that you cannot take for granted. You cannot take for granted the fact that you change and your partner changes. And you have to stay curious for the life of your relationship. You have to not only stay curious, but you have to stay intentional. Most of the time when couples reach out to me, they're saying, well, our communication sucks, right? Well, and most traditional couples counselors will go straight to your communication tactics, but think about it. If you don't really feel known and all you're doing is making assumptions about your partner, you know, you got to start there. So what is love mapping? Love mapping is two things. It's curiosity and it's rituals of connection. So how are rituals of connection are intentional ways that we move through life that showcase prioritization of the relationship. So say, for example, I do what's called a stress-reducing conversation. This was an exercise developed by the Gottmans based off a research study that showcased that couples who both work and have children spend an average of 20 minutes a week talking to each other. And usually of that 20 minutes, it is about like logistics and kids. 20 minutes, y'all. That's not a lot. So the stress-reducing conversation is like, we put a ritual in that during dinner, you check in with each other. How was your day? In a non-judgmental way without problem solving for your partner, but like literally just asking questions and being present and showcasing empathy is huge and doing that every day. Okay. The next one is like a six second kiss and embrace. John Gottman found that Spending six seconds holding each other and deeply kissing gives your body enough time to develop oxytocin, which if you remember from earlier podcasts, oxytocin is heavily released during orgasm and during breastfeeding. So it's a way to connect. Not You don't have to breastfeed your partner, although <laughs> that does happen. No judgment if you do that, but it does happen. 
But um, anyways, I digress. I can talk about that for hours. Uh, Ophelia, <laughs> Ophelia knows I like my weird topics. So anyways, you know, I always say do that at hello and goodbye, right? So the person who is leaving in the morning initiates that hug and that kiss. And the person already at home at night initiates the hello, hug and kiss. So those are two. Like, how do you celebrate birthdays? How do you manage failures? How do you celebrate holidays? How do you plan dates and getaways? I always say, and the Gottman Institute would back me up, you should be having a one out, a date together every week. You should be doing a quarterly getaway for a weekend and a yearly week-long getaway together if you can. And, and we'll go into more detail in other podcasts on how to be creative and doing that. But every week you should be having a date for two hours. You should be doing the, the stress-reducing conversation every day. You should be having a kiss and embrace at hello and goodbye. You know, those are the three main ones. But I want you to be intentional. So sit down and really think about the things that are important to you and talk to your partner. Like, what is meaningful about this to you? How can we incorporate this into our lives so that we can count on it? If it's really important that you have sex twice a week, ask your partner. Because most of the time, men will be like, well, he just wants to get off, right? But a lot of times, men will be like, this is the way men feel connected, right? So, like, if we make the assumption, we are not really truly getting to know them. And we're pigeonholing them and locking them into this corner. So ask each other, like, how do we move through life and what is missing in our lives and why is that meaningful for us? And how are we going to literally structure it into our lives so that we can count on it? And second, curiosity. Get out of your head that you can assume everything about your partner and be right. You have to ask open-ended questions. You have to suspend your own judgment. Think about, like... You can communicate so much through your eyes. If I'm not showing you direct eye contact, if I'm looking at you with a side eye, if I'm huffing and puffing and asking a question, like I'm not really creating openness or curiosity. I'm still running an assumption through my head. So give direct eye contact. Make sure your eyes are soft. Make sure you're taking a big deep breath and suspending your own judgment. And an open-ended question is a question that cannot be answered with a yes or no. It invites some sort of a story that says, I want to know. So like, let's take the word love map. Say a map is like you want, you're at this destination and you want to get to this destination. The map tells you how to get there, right? So oftentimes our partner will say, I'm over here at Z and I want you over here too. And you're like, I am not going to Z. But a love map says, okay, well, how did, what, what, what was A? And what was B and what was C and what was D? And how did you get from A to Z? I really want to know because that helps me have empathy. And usually if we just slow down and ask the right questions, we can have a lot more empathy and a lot more understanding for each other and realize that we are all ever evolving individuals. None of us like to feel pigeonholed. None of us like to feel trapped in being seen as one way when all we're doing is saying, that's not what I meant. That's not how this is for me. And then our partner's saying, nope, it was like that six years ago and it still is like that now, right? So asking those open-ended questions and being intentional about your relationship are the two most important things that you can do. And again, you're going to hear me reference this a lot, but the Gottman Card Deck app, it is a free app that you can download. It has open-ended question card deck in there and it also has a great listening card deck, which has like 50 or 60 open-ended questions that you can utilize if you don't know what questions to ask to really 
bring out your partner's story on a specific topic. And there's even an expressing empathy card deck in there. So if, if you're usually more prone to giving advice as opposed to really connecting, look at the expressing empathy card deck and utilize some of those examples of how to show and express empathy to your partner. So there's a lot of that's a free resource. Please download it. Please look through it. Sit down and really get out a clipboard and a piece of paper with your partner on your next date night. Even go as far as to look up on Google, look up Gottman Rituals of Connection. There is tons of stuff out there. And there will be highlighted some specific rituals of connection that are really important. There's also a book called from Bill Doherty called The Intentional Family. That's a really good read as well. It's a little old school, but it's still relevant. That can really help you sit down and think about how you maneuver through life together. And at the end of the day, sex begins in the kitchen. So how you go throughout from the time that you wake up until the time you would have for sex is really important. It's all foreplay. So you really have to be intentional and thinking about how you're maneuvering through life together in a way that showcases both of your values and both of your needs. So it does not become a quid pro quo relationship. And a quid pro quo relationship is I'll meet your needs when you meet mine, or I'll empathize with you when you empathize with me. So is that when you're hearing that in session, does that let you know that that couple's like love mapping or love tank is depleted because they haven't fulfilled some of those needs from the other person they don't have the empathy that they need for sure there are two ships passing in the wind just surviving life together and not really being intentional with it so both partners are feeling lonely both partners are feeling like the other person is at fault and they're kind of sticking their their heels in, in, in the ground right and they're not moving and so I think if every couple became intentional and thoughtful about how they maneuvered through life together, a lot of couples' major conflict would reduce because then they would feel like they have a partner and not just a roommate. How vulnerable do you need to be when you are vulnerable? You have to be extremely vulnerable because there is no guarantee, right? Like while we're giving all this advice, it does not... Um, negate the need to have your relationship assessed by a professional that can tell you like what things need to really be worked on right but like if your relationship is you're kind of unhappy in it but you don't really feel like leaving a love map I think is a great tool for every couple premarital and it's something should that be that should be addressed and reevaluated constantly because what felt like a good ritual of connection for me, like what felt like we need to check in every night before bed or have coffee together every morning might change as life changes and evolves, right? So you have to be willing to keep talking about things. But it does take a level of vulnerability because there is that fear of rejection or is there is that fear that I can put a need out there and my partner won't meet it. They say they will, but they won't. And that's a whole other topic that we'll get on in, in later podcasts. But I think most people really want to, to connect with their partner. They want to know how, and they just don't, and they feel stuck in cycles they can't get out of. So sit down, pen and paper, figure out the things that you do throughout the day that make connection meaningful and build a plan to make it happen and reevaluate if it's not happening in a week or two weeks um, and there's little follow through, go back 
and say, what made this so difficult to follow through on? Let's talk about it. Let's reevaluate. Maybe it needs to be shorter. Maybe it needs to be at a different time of the day. Maybe we can't do an extravagant birthday celebration for a whole month. <laughs> I have a birthday month. Me too. Um, so my husband's like, okay. You, fine. you get a day. And I'm like, well, I celebrate myself all month, all year. So anyways, sit down, talk about it, know it's going to be reevaluated. And remember, you're growing, your partner's growing. You have to be intentional. You have to be vulnerable with each other about what's working and what's not working. And don't focus on blame. Blame is when I make it your fault that my needs are not being met. Blame is when I make it your fault that I'm feeling lonely instead of taking ownership of those feelings. Hey, babe, I'm feeling really lonely. And I just really need some snuggle time on the couch with you tonight. There's this really great tool that we call the soften startup because in the research through the Gottman Institute, the first three minutes of a conversation generally dictate how the conversation is going to end. So if you come in there, guns blazing, like you never spend time with me. All you're doing is on your fucking phone and you don't care about me. And this relationship is imploding. Da, 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 da. Most of the time, my partner's going to get defensive, right? But if I come in, I'm like, babe, I am really lonely because we have both been so busy taking care of the kids and with work, let's snuggle on the couch. That's a softened startup. I feel about what I need. Don't use a you statement. So I'm feeling really loving towards you right now because you were so helpful with getting the kids in bed and I'd really love to make love. That's a softened startup. So you can use the softened startup, I feel about what I need to really center yourself and think about what you're feeling, take ownership of those feelings and really think about what is that positive need at the end of it. So often we focus on what we don't want instead of focusing on what we do want. So slow down and say, for example, you're feeling lonely. What would be the opposite of feeling lonely? Would be connected, right? Mm -hmm. What would make me feel connected? Well, what's not making me feel connected is you looking at your phone, but what make me feel connected is having your direct eye contact and us checking in about our days together. So talk about it from that perspective. I'm feeling really lonely. We've been super busy and both been distracted. Can we please like check in on our day together? I like that. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Check back in for more love map exercises and have some fun on your homework with your partner. There you have it. If this episode hit home for you, take a second to share it with a friend, screenshot it and share it on Instagram or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to learn more tips and stay connected with Sonia, follow her on Instagram at the Sonia Jensen. And if you want to find more information, you can check out her website at www.sonyajensen.com. Until next time, remember, stay real, stay unfiltered and dig deep.